some chats with Beth. So today I'm going to be doing an episode on hyper-independence after a toxic relationship and I'm really excited for this one. Um, This is the first episode I've been able to properly plan in weeks and let me tell you I am happy about it. I literally think the last one I properly planned was inner child healing and I don't even remember how long ago that was and I know some people might argue like don't put out content if you don't have the time to like make it good quality but like I don't know I'm like I don't know I just can't like I started doing this podcast once a week back like last August and when I started uni I was like oh it's too much my episodes are shit like I'm gonna go back to once a fortnight back to I'm gonna go to doing it once a fortnight and that took a lot that took a lot I was like oh like I'm one of them people where I'm like once I've started doing something once a week like I have to carry on doing it once a week and I don't know whether that's like a control thing I'm not sure but yeah so like I just wouldn't have wanted to like go ghost do you know what I mean um yeah I'm also starting about thinking thinking of starting an Instagram page for this podcast um I just think it'd be a nice thing to do like it'd be nice to post content and you know just like grow a little bit like I'd love for this podcast to like reach more people possibly help more people so I don't know if I'll start it by the time this episode is out on Sunday I was I've literally like I mean I'm recording this on Friday I'm gonna try my best to stop being so last minute because I'm not in uni anymore I finished uni today guys three exams this morning pass mark was 70 percent do you know I was sat there feeling sick your girl was gonna hurl uh, why did I say that it was gonna spew like yeah but anyways so I have a lot more time on my hands now and I would really like to dedicate it to to growing this this little community because I love doing this podcast and yeah I just think it would be really nice to just have like a social media platform with it but anyways so I'm going to start this episode off with what is a toxic relationship and I haven't written a definition down, I haven't searched a definition of a toxic relationship but my definition of a toxic relationship is when two people just can't let go of each other, like they're not good for each other and they know they're not good for each other but they just, they don't want to see each other with anyone else and like I've definitely been there like you know it's not you know I don't know I want to say that like there is love in a toxic relationship I mean I've felt love in a toxic relationship at least I think it was love I'm 99% sure that it was I don't know if the other person felt that towards me and if they didn't that's fine like you know I can accept that now but like I do feel like even though there is an element of attachment there and that's why you can't let go like that's why you tolerate so much in a toxic relationship is because there's an attachment there and a toxic relationship is usually an anxious avoidant combination so 
one of you has an anxious attachment style one of you has a an avoidant attachment style and you just can't communicate and you can't overcome your problems because one person pulls closer whilst the other one pulls away which causes the other person to then pull closer again and the other person to go further away again and there's just this like runner chaser dynamic and it's just not good because the avoidant can't can't meet the needs of the anxious attachment style and the anxious attachment style makes the avoidant feel uncomfortable because they can't deal with those levels of intimacy and it's just like it just triggers the other person like you just trigger each other so much because your love languages are different your needs are completely different and your communication styles are completely different and obviously I mean I'm sure there's cases where too anxious or attachment styles are toxic or too avoidance or you know I mean maybe maybe an avoidant and a secure an anxious and a secure but like I I've never been in those situations like I've I've got an anxious attachment style and I have been trying to heal it but you know that's predominantly the attachment style I've had throughout my life and yeah like the only people I've been in relationships with are avoidant people because that's what I found attractive prior to figuring all of this out and yeah it's just a very toxic dynamic there because I feel like like I said I do believe that there is love I mean from my viewpoint there always has been however you know I'm not an avoidant person I've never been the other person in any of my relationships so I can't say my hand on my heart that they did love me and that they it wasn't just enjoyable for them to see me hurting as a result of them do you know what I mean and you know more often than not somebody in a toxic relationship is a narcissist and yeah I mean not always but you know more likely than not so what is hyperindependence my definition of hyperindependence would be somebody that puts up barriers so that others aren't able to get close enough to them like somebody you do this because you don't you don't want to be hurt again like you don't want to give somebody the opportunity to hurt you again and I feel like this is a coping mechanism like once you've been in a toxic relationship and you you have been hurt so many times like you know a toxic relationship you go back again and again and again and you have the same thing done to you again and again and again because this person can't let you go and you can't let them go sorry guys I'm not bored I'm just really tired um yeah so you know it's kind of a coping mechanism like it's it's a way of dealing with your feelings I suppose but it's also a trauma response um yeah like hyperindependence is a trauma response because you've been hurt so many times in the past that this is what, what you do now like you don't want to let anybody in so in order to avoid having done to you what's previously been done you set up very high walls so that nobody is able to see who you are you know because you're scared that once they do they're just gonna do the same thing to you as everybody else before has own you know 
in your brain why wouldn't they you know not everybody is like that but in your brain why wouldn't they want to do that to you do you know what I mean because it's all you've ever it's all you've ever experienced so this is my viewpoint on things obviously not everybody has to agree with me this has been my experience and obviously no two experiences are identical and obviously like I have said I have an anxious attachment style this could be completely different for somebody with an avoidant attachment style or a secure attachment style or a disorganized attachment style so this is coming from an anxious perspective okay after I came out of a I can't speak now. After I came out of a toxic relationship, I was codependent. And I just have a theory that you go through three stages after you come out of a relationship. And the first stage is codependency. And I have read books on codependency. I've read books that tell you about codependency, what it is, and how to overcome it and what life is like after it and I've also read books that say codependency is a load of nonsense and you know I don't have like a very strong viewpoint on codependency I do believe it exists and yeah I don't think it's the worst I mean it isn't a good thing it's not a good thing to be codependent however I don't think it's the worst thing to have codependent tendencies like as long as you're not fully codependent you know what I mean but anyways what does any of that mean if you don't know what codependency is hmm okay so codependency as Melody Beattie defines it is someone who has let another person's behavior affect him or her and who is obsessed with controlling that person's behavior so Melody Beattie is amazing she's written quite a few books ones that i've read include codependent no more codependent no beyond codependency um and i read she's got a book called the language of letting go which i've been reading every morning for nearly a year now um i really recommend that book um so that is how she defines codependency so i completely agree with this definition um I was completely a codependent person probably my entire life up until possibly this year. I would like to say last year but I think it could possibly be this year and I'm going to say this year. So I was a control freak guys I was a control freak and what I mean by this is I my ex-boyfriend I had initially I've been speaking to him for a long time a long time and I started seeing him in 2019 and yeah so we broke up in 2020 for the first time ever um and then it was just very on and off and the reason I'm giving this context is because every time we were off I had to control I wouldn't reach out to this boy but he would always reach out to me and I would hook on to that I would take that bait 
and I would absolutely manipulate the situation I would control the situation I I can't explain how I did it because I'm so far away from that version of myself now that I don't remember I don't know her way of thinking and that's a good thing for sure however it's not ideal right now (laughs) um but yeah I was just I had to control the outcome that's a good way of explaining it I had to control the outcome I had to know what was going on in my life I had a plan for my life I and what's the excitement in that do you know what I mean like what is the excitement in having a plan for your life you know who you're gonna end up with like it, it being the first boy you've ever loved yes that would be lovely had he never done you any harm and he was just a pure soul that would be lovely I would have loved to have met the love of my life at 18 years old I would have loved it but I didn't and I I just had this thing of like it had to be him and I was so dependent on this boy for from for how I felt like I have memories coming up from three years ago and I'm bawling my eyes out every single day I'm having anxiety attacks every single day because a boy didn't want to speak to me what like you're telling me that I was sat in my room crying my eyes out locking myself in a cupboard in work crying my eyes out hyperventilating not being able to breathe having to take calms tablets because a 17 year old boy didn't want to speak to me like it just infuriates me and I literally like I had to control it like he didn't want to speak to me I I would like if we were having a conversation he said to me like look back like I don't see this going anywhere like I'm young I I don't want to be with you right now and I'd be like but why tell me why like you can't do this to me yes he can he is he is doing this to you like just let him do it and move on but I just I couldn't I couldn't like and I just had to control every aspect of the situation and like I would like manifest him back he'd be like oh I I literally want nothing to do with you like fuck off die and I'd be like manifesting him back like what do you know what I mean but like yeah like I just had to have so much control and then when I got to a point where I was strong enough to like not speak to him or see him anymore and I blocked him on everything like he would reach back out to me he would find ways to speak to me like every other month and again I would take that bait and I'd be like look like I would think I had found my worth and I'd be like oh look like I respect myself now like did I fuck um yeah I respect myself now like you're gonna really have to make it up to me like um if if we start speaking again like I'm gonna expect to be your girlfriend in three months like that didn't need to be said that didn't need to be said because the likelihood of it is if I hadn't have said that things probably would have gone better and he wouldn't be having a go at me saying I'm a control freak me being like no I'm not I'm just respect myself like do you know what I mean and yeah and then when we finally did get back into a relationship in 2021 like I feel like it started off strong like I'd done a lot of healing work like I'd become quite independent like I had my own sort of routine and 
in 2021 how old was I 19 19 um yeah and I I didn't have that knowledge of like independence and like holding your own and like having your own things in a relationship like I didn't have that knowledge of like your relationship isn't your life you know because at 19 like your relationship just is your life and maybe not for every 19 year old but for me when I was 19 it certainly was and I was just very dependent like it got to a point of like I had to know when I was seeing him next like I wanted to spend all my time with him I would pick him over my friends in a heartbeat like his mood would would affect my mood like his change in tone if he was tired if he didn't text me good morning the same way if he didn't text me good night if he fell asleep before texting me good night if and in fairness like you know when people don't respond to your needs like that's completely fine but like I I I don't know like I would like to think and honestly I'm not even sure if I'm here yet like I've not been in a relationship since um but like I would like to think now that if somebody crossed the boundary I would either cut them out or communicate with them or if they didn't meet a need I could communicate my needs to them to see if they were able to meet them before it got to a point where my emotions depend depend on how they treat me and ideally not get to that point at all like you know I would like to believe that if somebody's tone had changed I could believe now that that the way my person behaves has nothing to do with me and every word or action that they take has nothing to do with me like it has everything to do with them and it's not a reflection of who I am as a person and like that's the point I would like to believe I'm at now however like I said I haven't been in a relationship since and I do have an anxious attachment style so I don't know if that is the case um and I won't know until the day comes you know um but yeah and then when we broke up the last time um about a year ago like I was very much the same like I didn't contact him um like I don't think I've messaged him first this time since we broke up possibly like once maybe twice when it was very very fresh um just to like say my piece but yeah like again it was quite codependent in the fact of like the things he posted would affect my mood and like the way he'd speak to me would affect my mood and I would get very sensitive like if if we were having a conversation and he was being funny with me and like I really cared like what he thought about me and it was just all very like again very codependent like I wanted to control him but I came to a realization this time when we broke up that I couldn't control him and I needed to detach from him and I needed to lose my attachment and you know I just I needed to do it for my own sanity and my own good because there was no way I could go on the way I had been over over someone that I had been since 2019 like I, I couldn't live in that despair anymore like it needed to end you know um so 
How did I deal with being codependent? I realised after a very long time that he wasn't going to change. And when I say a very long time, I mean three years. It took me three years to realise that I was not the person that this boy was going to change for. And that is one reason why I will never judge someone for always going back to their toxic ex. Because I have been there. I have thought he was going to change for me. I have put up with that behaviour until I I don't even hate him. Do you know I I don't like I just went back until I gained self respect and I was like, you know, I love you but I can't do this again because I love me more. And yeah, like do you know what I mean? Like that's a lot better. Like I didn't go back until I hated him because I don't hate him and I never will. But I went back until I I loved myself more than I loved him and I didn't want myself to feel that pain anymore which goes on to my next point of realising I didn't want to be hurt anymore and I felt like it just happened so many times like they say you go back to someone seven or eight times before you think do you know what I can't do this anymore like I can't go back anymore I'm sick of it like and then you start to realise that like it's a habit loop really and yeah like it just that person just gives you a rush like you're addicted to this person like you would be addicted to a drug like they they release love hormones in your body and they release serotonin like you know like this person makes you feel good and when you're on a roller coaster of emotions life is exciting and trust me it gets boring when you haven't got drama going on in your life anymore and your your mood doesn't depend on someone else's and you know you're just stable in your emotions and you've learned how to control your emotions life is boring but it's better and yeah I just I didn't want to be hurt anymore and sometimes I'm so bored and I'm like do you know what like maybe I could go for like one more round and I'm like no because do you know what I never want to be crying to the point where I'm literally having a panic attack going sick because someone's son can't love me right like just no like why why would you go back to less just because you aren't patient enough for more like yeah again my next point briefly touched on this I built my self-concept and I want to do an episode on self-concept however I'm not going to gatekeep I'm not a gatekeeping girly um yeah building self-concept I learnt my worth and I did this by affirmations mirror work like rewiring my brain like this is how I did did this and I built my self-concept up until I believed that I deserved better and I deserved to be loved unconditionally and you know I wasn't put on this earth to show someone what unconditional love was and not receive it in return like you know like if you if you look at it really like this person you were you've been put in this person's life to show them what unconditional love is and they may never get that again because they thought that they could get better 
and their karma could be that they never receive unconditional love again and that they will look for you in everybody and they will be so upset that they fumbled you because you showed them unconditional love no matter what they put you through however you you had them brought into your life to show you self-love which will then lead you to unconditional love unconditional unconditionally loving yourself the people around you start loving you unconditionally because you unconditionally love yourself and that's all you allow into your life now and you set boundaries to the people that don't love you unconditionally and in turn when you love yourself unconditionally you know somebody is going to come into your life one day you just have to be patient enough that is going to give you the love that you give yourself but yeah just realizing your worth is a really big thing because you realize why would I want to hurt myself why would I want to hurt myself when I could have somebody that loves me so much that would do anything for me because I guarantee you someone would and then you just you wouldn't ever want to stoop down to that level ever again of being treated that way because you're doing you're not you're not doing yourself a favor and why would you ever want to not do yourself a favor like how could you ever do that to yourself how could you ever let someone treat you that way um i also releasing strategies help me a lot so releasing meditations breathing um a good one hand on heart hand on right hand on your heart left hand on your stomach or dominant hand on your heart whatever works best for you um you know like deep breathing um is good for releasing emotions um shower meditation i speak about a lot of these in my early episodes um the shower meditation you know imagining that the shower the water droplets are washing away all your negative emotions and feelings and then starting to feel how you want to feel um instead and then imagining that um the water droplets are those feelings sinking into you and how imagine how you want life to be and reality to be when you step out of that shower and that all those negative feelings going down the drain whilst the positive feelings are being absorbed into your skin like you know um releasing techniques what others um letters um letters are good whenever you want to text them text your friend write it in your notes leave it there until tomorrow delete it write it out send it to your friend if if they're happy for you to do that like you know um you could even you could even do the candle the candles releasing you know i've never actually done that and want to do that um yeah i mean the main thing i healed i was healing like i was healing attempting to heal my self-concept and my relationships and you know why i had no boundaries my attachment style like i was trying to heal all of this and when i got to a point i was no longer codependent because i felt so strongly about myself and like I could give myself everything I ever needed and everything I ever wanted why would I need somebody that never gave me those things and didn't want to either 
but yeah so that is the codependent part of it the next part we're moving on to hyperindependence so an actual definition for hyperindependence is when someone attempts to be fully independent this is a sign of trauma due to everything that's happened during their relationship so yeah that basically is a quick summary of what i said earlier i think um yeah so hyperindependence in my experience is not allowing yourself to open up or be close to others and i feel this on some sort of level like the amount of people that know what's going on in my life now compared to the amount of people that used to know is tiny like barely anyone knows what's going on in my life anymore like not even really my family um unless i tell them um yeah and i don't know like it's difficult like i feel like a lot of it is you have to be careful who you who you tell things to but that is also a sign of mistrust like you don't trust these people and that is because you you can't trust anyone you don't know how to like you can only trust yourself you know and yeah it's it's really difficult and i feel like the opening up part is is quite like you don't want to open up to others because you're worried that once they see you like for who you are like they won't they won't want anything to do with you and like that is a major fear that i have had previously up until recently another another one in my experience not feeling a spark with anyone the same as the previous person and this might not be like a hyper independence thing but like and i know that like it's common like after a breakup to not feel that spark with anyone as strongly however like i'm a year over a year in now like you know and i i still haven't had that spark with anyone and i've been reading up on this and you know a spark is actually your attachment system or your uh, might not be the correct term um your attachment model your attachment so basically it's your attachment style and i'm going to call it an attachment system so say you're anxious i i went on a date with somebody that's secure i've been speaking to somebody that's secure and you know there's no alarm bells there's no red flags they're really nice to me it's going well but it's boring and that's me interpreting it as there's no spark there um because you know i'm not feeling anything really because he's being kind to me he's being nice to me what more would i want you know but there must be something wrong with me because i don't feel anything and there isn't a spark there so maybe it's just not him you know um but then i go on a date with somebody who's an avoidant and we've been seeing each other and he triggers my attachment system and you know i'm asking him when am i going to see you next and he's like oh i don't know and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god and it's making me so anxious and i'm mistaking that for butterflies and i'm like i really want to see him like i must like him no he's he's not giving me plans and that's triggering me and that's activating my attachment system so i'm getting attached and i'm latching on and that is what i'm interpreting as a spark so you know sometimes it's good when you don't feel butterflies and it's good when you don't feel a spark because it's just your attachment system being triggered and 
when you do meet the person that you're meant to be with you will just feel completely calm and it'll just be complete calmness and that goes for anyone that's meant to be in your life like friends romantic partners like co-workers you know like if you feel calm like that's a really good sign um yeah because they're not giving you that emotional roller coaster Mm, what's the next point not trusting anyone at all so yeah you don't trust anyone and you're like "Mm, I shouldn't trust anyone like I want to see the worst in everybody until they prove me wrong and I think the opposite I think you should see the best in everyone until they prove you wrong like I think you should always strive to see the best in everything until it proves you wrong and you know I struggle with this like I don't trust anyone like I don't I I tell people things like there's very few people that I actually trust um and I'm not like yeah I just don't really trust people and this is because I don't want to be let down like I find anyway like you know like I'm so used to being let down that I'm just like "Mm, what's the use in getting to know anybody new like friendship wise or like romantically because I'm like they're just gonna let me down and like me having that thought alone is gonna lead to me being let down because my reality is gonna do anything to prove my thoughts right and that is probably why I attract people like this and like I'm well aware of this and I'm trying so hard to like swap my beliefs around and change my belief system but it's very difficult like when that's all you've been shown throughout your life from your family from the majority of the friends you've had growing up from every boyfriend or girlfriend you've ever had like that is what you expect from people but what I'm trying to do now is like look at it as if like look at the few people I do have though that don't let me down like they don't let me down and they do show me unconditional love and they listen to my boundaries and they listen to me cry and I can trust them you know like if you focus on that then that will hopefully bring more of that into your life you know um but yeah so that's another point I find that I'm worried about how men perceive me due to like my ex and I don't know if this makes sense and I'm trying my best to like stop caring how other people perceive me but I'm like do they perceive me like it's not even just looks wise like it's like me as a person like I and this isn't just like a shallow interaction of like hi hi like you know it's like when they get to know you deep down you know because like there's a lot of things that my exes have said to me that are like and I don't entirely believe them because I'm a completely different person now but it's like if I get to know someone else will they perceive me that way will they perceive me as whiny and annoying and controlling and you know like will they perceive me in these ways also and like that is terrifying to me um I don't know if that makes sense like yeah so say like I was getting to know somebody new like I've I I don't want to say I've sort of become avoidant but yeah like I'm gonna leave that point there 
I I feel like I understand what I mean like I hope you can understand what I mean um I literally never want to depend on anyone again and by the way I do believe I'm in the hyper independent stage if that hadn't become clear yet like I'm trying my best to not be hyper independent anymore since I picked up on this um but yeah I never want to depend on anyone again like I literally I don't depend on anyone now like I live I live with my friend like I don't live with my family like I don't depend on my family financially if I can help it like I haven't for months um yeah like I just don't I don't want to depend on anyone just because like I don't know like I can depend on myself why would I want to depend on anyone else I don't need to depend on anyone else you know and that's something I need to like snap out of and this is because I don't know how to receive love I don't know how to receive it I really don't like you know I've I've been in situations where like people say really nice things to me and it could be like a boy or it could be it could be like a friend and they say really nice things to me it could be a stranger and I'm like I get this awkward feeling in my chest and I'm like "Mm." and I don't know how to receive it and I feel like I'm even though I know I'm not avoidant I'm not avoidant at all my secure my secure no I'm not secure Beth what are you on about I wish I was secure my anxious attachment style is slowly slowly reducing if that makes sense it's slowly simmering down but I'm like "Mm, I I am tending to be avoidant these days unless like I said someone triggers my attachment system and that has happened to me recently and I've been trying my best to just not give into it and it's literally taken me like two or three weeks to like battle like anxious thoughts that it's not about me um and to just not really care um yeah so you know even when you are healing like yes things get better but you know when you're aware like it can be quite difficult because you beat yourself up for it which you shouldn't do um but yeah so you kind of like only show up for yourself when you're hyper independent like you it's it's a case of like these people have been taking from me all my life what can I take now I'm not giving to anyone why would I give to anyone when all people ever do is take from me they never give back you know like you you only really show up for yourself um but yeah so that is how I feel I have been hyper independent in this stage of my journey um you know there may be some more points i haven't added if there are any more points feel free to let me know i would love to see your input however now i'm going to tell you how how i'm still healing from hyper independence the ways in which i'm trying to heal from it so The first one is I have started trying to show my emotions so when someone says something to me these by the way I don't mean like acquaintances and like distant friends I mean like people I'm really close with now 
um, and just in general on like a day-to-day basis so you know trying to show my emotions instead like especially when people compliment me and say nice things to me like I'm trying to show my feelings instead of being like freezing up and being like oh thanks <laughs> awkward like you know um I'm also trying to share how I'm feeling more often so you know like I know it's not your job um to you know it's not your job to care how other people are feeling especially when it comes to you however I don't want people if I'm feeling tired one day or off one day or upset one day I don't want people to think it's them so I do try and share how I'm feeling more often than not to avoid things like that and you know just to like speak about my feelings like you know like if I go to my nans one day and I'm being a, being a little down like I will just say like I'm feeling really down today and she'll just be like oh why like you know and I'm just trying to share share that more with the people I care about rather than just keeping it to myself and then getting to a point where like I just burst you know um allowing the right people to have access to my energy so this came with like setting boundaries and you know who's still here like just the people that pour into me as much as I pour into them you know like the people that don't aren't really a part of my life anymore and if they are like there are firm boundaries in place like I don't really spend much time with them I don't really see them being myself unconditionally and I've started doing this a lot recently like even just like in work in uni like just in if I'm in a shop and I'm speaking to the person at the till like I'm just trying to be myself unconditionally because this also helps you filter out the people that that like should have access to your energy because the more you are yourself and like people reciprocate that energy and you know you will find people interact with you better when you are yourself as well like when you have that confidence in being yourself and you're not just putting on a persona for like the man in the shop or like your friends friends or your lecturers like you will just find so much joy in being yourself and like people just accepting that and realizing that no one actually really cares as long as you're not like super fucking weird like you know and I mean that in the nicest way um I've started like looking forward to the future and being excited like for all the opportunities to come like yes I've I've lost a relationship and yes now that has led me to being hyper independent but I'm not codependent anymore and I've healed and really it's a game like look at everything I've healed because of the loss of that relationship and now I get to be excited for falling in love again and for all the new people that are going to come into my life that this has made space for and that all the people I've cut out have made space for and being excited that all those people are going to love me unconditionally because I wouldn't accept any less however I am being grateful for right now as well because you should always be present too. Presence, 
the past doesn't exist the future doesn't exist only right now this moment in time is all that exists and i do have difficulty living in the present i really do um like my mind goes a million miles an hour and i am convinced that i do have adhd however that is not the point um yeah like i'm just being grateful for right now like being single because soon i don't know when i'm gonna meet the love of my life i don't know it could be tomorrow it could be next year it could be in five years and i just want to soak up every single ounce of being single and having my independence and having my daily routine and being able to spend every single day with my best friend and being able to just do whatever I want whenever I want and just being by myself and being able to have this independence and you know just being able to be by myself because I don't want to look back when I'm with that amazing person that's going to come one day and be like you know what I really didn't soak up in solitude like I didn't I took it for granted and I wish I wish I didn't because now I'm never ever 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 gonna have that again like you know and I'm not saying I would throw out my daily routine and I'd never see my best friend and I'd never do the things I want again that's not what I mean but you have to you have to interpret this person into your life their feelings as they should do for you like it's a partnership and you know like your life isn't going to be the same when you're in a partnership and if it was the same then you would probably be an avoidant person because a relationship isn't a relationship unless you factor the other person into your day-to-day life you know um but yeah yeah i feel like another point of this is like don't go back to last because you're too impatient to wait for more like enjoy being single like yes sometimes it's difficult and yes sometimes it gets lonely but don't go back to a toxic situation just because you can't wait for something that's worthy of you and your time and your being like because you're only going to prolong the time it takes to come if you keep going back to something that's not meant for you and that you know isn't meant for you and that makes you feel shit because the universe is going to be like she doesn't know her worth yet so why would we reward her with somebody who loves her unconditionally is going to meet all of her wants and needs and give her her biggest desires when she's going back to someone who doesn't even give her the bare minimum clearly she doesn't value herself enough to meet this person yet like she's gonna have to learn the lesson again you know um yeah i i'm also trying to like feel like i said earlier like feel comfortable receiving like feel comfortable receiving gifts compliments like just anything like especially from strangers like compliments from strangers are the worst thing like it's so awkward um and like like you know like in work the other day like somebody somebody was like you look really pretty today and I was like oh thank you like do you know like and I'm just trying to feel comfortable in it like I'm trying to get into to this receiving energy because it is feminine energy and like that is what feminine energy is and it's not that only females have to to have feminine energy but like I want to be in my feminine energy so that when when the time comes when 
the right relationship does come like I I I'm able to receive because I'm not going to receive unless I'm able to and I'm comfortable with it like I'm only ever going to get the bare minimum or less if I'm not comfortable receiving more um yeah so anyways what's after hyperindependence and obviously I'm not entirely in this phase yet and this is the final portion of this episode but it is a theory called the interdependence paradigm and this is a psychological theory that looks at like relationships and how they depend on each other and the what's the word the definition of the interdependence paradigm is somebody who takes care of their own needs and is able to recognize that being a part of a team or a partnership doesn't take away from this and sometimes benefits them more in their needs than being independent however vice versa so when you're inter independent you you don't have any enemies like you just have neutral feelings towards everybody that's ever wronged you like you just you don't think about them you don't have any negative intentions towards them you know and you're also able to be amazing by yourself and collaborating with and when you're collaborating with others so there is no thought that like you just know that like yes I'm good by myself but I'm also good with with this person or this group of people but I would also be fine without them and you know that and there isn't any of that Mm, I don't know like I'm just good by myself I'm only good by myself I don't need them because I'm good by myself no it's yeah I'm good by myself but I could also be good with this person and you know they could benefit me and I could benefit them you know um another point how can I shut up for others as well as myself so you know notice how I said in hyper independence like everybody's always taken from you so now you want to see what you can take you don't want to give anything to anyone else now it's how can I show up for myself and also those that I care about you know like it's it's not like I I can't give I can't people have taken energy all my all my life people have always taken my energy they've always taken it for granted they always just take 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 until I have nothing because I have no boundaries now you have those boundaries and you're able to show up for other people just as much you're able to show up for yourself and you know hopefully they would do the same back when you're interindependent you can let your guard down when you need to being the key word when you need to because you have enough trust that you're able to pick yourself back up again so you know that you can pick yourself back up again but you also trust other people and like I said earlier see the best in everybody until they prove you wrong yeah so there we are like you know like if this goes wrong I know I will be completely fine afterwards at some point and that's okay and I'm trusting this person and you know I'm trusting myself that I'm going to be able to pick up on anything that may not be good and that is going to save me from any bad situations but if a bad situation does happen I know I can pick myself up by myself and I don't need this person and the final point of being independent that I've researched 
is that you empower yourself to be open so you you want yourself to be open with other people and you allow yourself to be open with other people because you don't want to be shut off anymore like you you know I'm a lover girl like I love love and I love being loved and I love giving love but right now I don't want that I don't want to do that and I'm not ready to do that and that's completely fine and I just couldn't empower myself to be open to just anybody right now apart from those that are really close to me but I can't wait until I get to the stage where I am able to do that and I am able to just be open with everybody that deserves it you know but yeah so I hope this episode helped you and I've actually really enjoyed recording this like it's so nice to just be able to record an episode and not be like oh my god like am I gonna fail my exam because I've recorded and planned an episode instead of reading my fucking anatomy book like you know like I am just so glad to things being back to normal and just being able to have time again and yeah so I hope I still want to apologize for my last episode like I know that wasn't the best quality from me there but I'm not a technical whiz and I did try my very hardest um to rectify that situation um but yes I am back and like I said hopefully I'm going to be starting an Instagram I am tempted to do it right now but it is 25 to 10 in the evening Thursday the 1st of June so I don't know if that's the best idea very impulsive but I have been thinking about doing it for months which is why I think it's so impulsive but yes anyways I hope this episode was helpful and I hope that you could see my point of view and my theory of the three different phases after a toxic relationship but yes anyways thank you guys see you soon bye